back to the Marvel Sports Worldwide podcast with Brenton. <laughs> Shit, that's what he does though. What up? It's Marvel Guy. Welcome back. Yes, back to what? <laughs> you know, I know that you know. It is the podcast where we take the recent Marvel Sports information, analyze it. I then ask you guys to send emails, mswpodcast at gmail.com. And then we rage the fur out on our fantasy teams. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I had to do the intro. I had to do it. I had to do it. Uh, and, uh, and I'm coming to work. <laughs> I'm not going to sing like that. I'm Commander Wolf. Dude, I can't handle it. I can't. Ah! It. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. That's so good. That's so good. I uh, okay. That peaked so bad. I'm so, so to sorry. explain that, uh, should I even explain that? That's just an intro from a YouTuber I watch a lot recently. Now, Dashy Dashy XP Dashy Games YouTuber. He has this intro. He has a stupid intro for his Super Mario Maker series, and I just had to do it, and it made no sense with this podcast, and I tried to make shit up as I went. It was great. Okay. Welcome back to Thought. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So we're going to do... Um, so, <laughs> I don't even have... All right. IRL life update. Um, my... I hurt my knee yesterday. Um, relatively badly because it's like, it's like something with a tendon or a ligament or something. Cause I'm not able to walk mm. very well. Um, which kind of sucks. I don't know if I need to see a doctor. I might, if like, if it's not noticeably better by Tuesday, um, I think I think it's going to be like a week or two before it's back to complete normal. Even if it's like not a doctor worthy event, but, uh, if it's not like starting to make a, a real, a little bit of a change Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm going to see a doctor figure it out. Hopefully no surgery stuff though. I mean, I, it's, I'm not able to walk super easy, but it's also like not, I don't feel any pain like right now just sitting. So maybe it's not a big deal. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we have, we have a lot to cover today. Marble league wise, hopefully my IRL knee will get better. My figurative marble sports knee what? of the <laughs> fantasy team also is in a little bit of pain not a great start for my team so we'll get into that as well <sighs> wow <laughs> what's going on with you <laughs> uh not not too terribly much i suppose like i'm my birthday's coming up so i'm gonna be turning 25 soon yep so uh, that, like that's really like all i'm like i'm trying to prepare for uh like recording for auditions trying to get prepared for my weekend not being open trying to getting ready for uh a po- like a like a a podcast with some cast members for like like to uh I'm probably gonna be recording an episode of Road X this week because uh, and it's gonna be a big one it sounds like uh, I'm also going to be trying to hang out with some friends I have never only met online before so it's like this is gonna be a busy week a little bit of a deja vu from when you have met your first podcasting online friend <laughs> and yeah that was uh, that was quite day. fun do episode two hundred when we hit that. I'm coming to Texas, man. So get excited. If we can make it there, man. I will. I will fly out. Oh, man. So, oh, I mean, to the episode 200. Yeah, we'll fly over to that, too. Um, okay. Well, anyway, without further ado, Dr. Dashi, we're about to be running through this episode like... All right. Let's, yeah. let's go to the news. <laughs>
Hello, Marvel Sports fans! I'm Commander Wolf, here with the Marvel Sports Worldwide News. We've got quite a bit, so let's get right to it. First up, we have Marvel League 2022. Event 1 was Climbing, an event where two marbles from each team would run down a ramp and then knock into the other to launch them up as high as they possibly can. After two runs from each team, Team Galactic came out in first, followed by the Balls of Chaos in second, and the Bumblebees in third. Next up is a classic event, Balancing. While definitely better than last year, the teams still struggled quite a bit. But by the end, Team Galactic got a second gold medal in a row, followed by the Pinkies in second, and the Crazy Cat Size in third. And last up for Marble League, we have yet another classic, 5 meter hurdles. However, this was anything but ordinary, as the final teams were not what we normally would expect. By the end, Pinky Panther came in first, earning the Pinkies their second gold medal in Marble League history. Followed up close behind was the Green Ducks in second, and the Gliding Glaciers in third. This year's Marble League is off to a very interesting start. But as we all know, things can change up very quickly, so it's anything but decided just yet. And now for some news on some smaller leagues. The Adventure Marble League Marble One seating races continues with round two. The pool of marbles is being narrowed down even further, so keep an eye on who is going to make it to the very end. Next, we have the finale of the Mid-Asian Marble Game Season 2. At the very end, the Camo Chameleons took home the gold, followed by the Tomato Torpedoes with the silver, and Team Canary with the bronze. For a competition that's still ongoing, Event 4 of the JBL Cup Season 2, Long Jump has concluded, with Jet from the High Ballers taking first, Canopy from the Valdivians taking second, and Cat from Sugar Crash in third. And lastly, we have the finale of the Acacia League Season 1. With the bronze medal is the Bright Tulips, the silver medalists were the Caramel Racers, and the gold medalists were the Thundering Lights. For the tournaments that have wrapped up, congratulations to all of these winners. And for the ones that are still ongoing, best of luck. Well, that's all for the news. Thank you for listening. I'm Commander Wolf. You are the best fans in the world. Let's kick it on back with the podcast. We are back from the news with Mr. Wop. We are back from the... Okay, stop. Okay, we're done with that. We're done with those references in this episode. <laughs> what up? It's Brett. No, stop. Okay, we're doing Marvel Sports. <laughs> I can't. All right, we're doing Marvel Sports. Let's talk about the Green Ducks. Um, Let's talk about the... Sorry. Event one. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Wop. I just been watching too much of him lately. I've been binging him. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Event. Okay. 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 Um. Jeez, Brendan. Event one. <laughs> Event one. Here we go. All right, we had three events, guys. We had three events. Let's settle down here. Let's settle down for the show. My chair is annoying me right now. Okay. We had three events. We had climbing. We had balancing. We had five meter hurdles. I will point out all three of these events appeared in the qualifiers. And if I'm guessing right, I think uh, no, a water race is next. So we're not going to get the um. What was the what was the fourth event in the qualifiers? Uh, the fourth event was tri triathlon. Oh, yeah, we're not going to get that one for a while for some reason. But for some reason, they kicked it off with the three events from. 
the well, actual I, I believe qualifiers. That, I think they're gonna change. Like, from what I've heard, like, I believe they actually are going. They changed the format, and that like they're not gonna have all twelve of them racing at once or something. Um, which is probably for the best because it'll be a really mm-hmm. quick video and really a kind of annoying. Like it's probably like gonna 12, be sixteen. Yeah, that would be bad. I think they should do fours or eights at most. You want to give a chance for the race to really unfold and not kind of. I mean, you put 16. See, here's the thing. Here, How do I behave? Let's break this down a sec. So in San, um, shut up and do that. We're keeping the intro. We're keeping the intro. We're keeping the nonsense. Welcome back to episode 14041 MSW podcast at gmail.com. Thanks, live chat, for your opinion. But we're keeping the intro. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> we. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, let's talk. Mm-hmm. That's in top. San Marble Rally. San Marble Rally races are about yes. three minutes long, average. That is quite long. So when you, even though you send about 20 marbles, 16 marbles, I think upwards even 24, 28 down at one time, you really give a good amount of time for all those marbles to kind of stratify to a sense where you're still getting lead changes. You're still giving marbles in the back a chance to kind of make some plays later on in the race. It makes sense. There's a lot of obstacles, a lot of chances for DMFs and speed loss. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Triathlon lasts about 30 seconds max. And that's concluding the fact that the underwater section is really slow, even though it's very short. Right. So when un- in the triathlon, you send 16 marbles down at a time. I mean, you're really not given a lot of chance for some lead changing. You saw also, how much- the, the, the event just ends after 30 seconds. Yeah. And that's it. Right. And then it's over. And then, well, I mean, yeah, the video would be short, but it's also like it's not giving chances for marbles who got a tough start or a great start to have a chance to either fail or succeed. And so mm-hmm. I think that, um, listen, I think that in a, a good rule of thumb for- racing this is just a good rule of thumb when you build a course you're like okay my course is this long how many marbles how many racers no this is really just for marbles how many marbles could i put down this course if it's just a not like a lap course it's a singular course how many marbles could i put down um what's or the what's the max number of marbles i can put down where it makes sense right it makes Mm. sense it's not too little marbles but it's not too many marbles where it gets all milky and washed out I think the rule of thumb is you should take all the marbles or take whatever number you think you should put them down and do it a bunch of times. And with and within 10, if you've done it 10 times and not once in those times, did the leader end up in the back? Did the leader of the first 10 seconds end up in the back by the end of the race in 10 times racing is probably too many marbles. Okay. Cause the leader, the leader is often going to keep the lead. But over 10 races, you're going to have a moment if you have the right amount of marbles where the leader is going to is going to make some mistakes and be able to make it all the way to the back. With 16 marbles, there's no way the leader is going to be the leader for the first 10 seconds and then within the next 20 end up in the complete last place unless you do like DNFs or something. So keep that in mind. I think you and what that shows is and that's a very rudimentary rule. I'd have to think about that more. But the idea is you want to so, show um gradual that gradual ability to move around the the field you want to show maybe call it field fluidity you can be in first place of the field you can be in last place of the field and you have enough time within the race for that to happen logically 
not by accident with a DNF, not by like the marble just ends up on the side. So he's, so he's going to be first to left. No logical fluid movement. Lead changes, 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 changes all the way. He's in the back from the front. So that will happen. And it can happen if you have the right number of marbles. So it's a good test. I think in number four, I mean, not, that's not even close to what I wanted to say. The friendly round, <laughs> triathlon in the friendly round where there were four marbles <laughs> racing. It You saw that there were quite, I think, the first place marble right out the gate did end up in at least third for a second. Hmm. I have to rewatch. I confirm that theory. But the point is, it was field fluidity. You could move around a lot. And so I think that's um, something to look for when you're trying to do that in general for tra track design and everything. So I think they need to cut it down. To ensure good field fluidity, they should cut it down to about four, eight tops racers for the triathlon. Probably they'll do four and make it like a tournament style, like a five meter sprint or something. Agreed. All that being said, let's get into the events for today. I'm going to start by calling out fantasy. Um, and then we'll talk about the events themselves. So Waf, why don't we talk about where okay. you are in fantasy? All right. Uh, well, right now I am currently placed in... 252nd, although that was not including event three. Uh, I got 57 points in the first event, 49 in the second, total of 106. Uh, so I am, and then this event, I did not do my math for it yet, but I'm sure it's not looking good. I'm sure it's not looking good. I can do it real fast, actually. Uh, yeah, so it's, uh, ignore me while I do my math. You can, you can talk about yours, Brendan, while I'm doing math here. Okay, so um, we have I have three different teams. Okay, I have three different teams on fantasy. One of them is my primary team. This is the team that this will get the prizes if wins. This is the team that I'm like I want this team. This is the team my forefront team. I want this team to be the one that finishes in the top ten percent, um, which with the number of teams three hundred and fourteen needs to be um, uh, within the like the top thirty two, which is in was thirty one. It's gonna be insane. But um, hopefully we'll get there. That team currently is in 292nd after two events. So not very good. Our other, my other team, uh, the Marble Glaciers, which is basically a fantasy team where I put the Glaciers in my top three because I know I got um, no, my times three because I got very scared about not picking them. And I'm like, all right, let's see what happens if I had picked them. And I think did everything else the same. Um, so Glaciers instead of Racers and then Speeders, Chocolatiers, so on and so forth to the bottom. I'd have to, it doesn't really matter. This is just kind of a, a fan. Uh, my third team, and it was just for fun. Um, but there's another team that I did, and this is more of a, a substantial data, data point for me that actually is very interesting right now. And I call this the Marble Guts team. That's how I named it because <laughs> it's like the gut picks. These were the gut picks. These were like I sat down, I analyzed for half an episode just looking at the current stats, just looking at the previous, the most recent performances in the qualifiers. Like who seems to have the momentums? Who seems to have the initial um, impetus that's going to come out strong, is going to do it? And lo and behold, who did I put at the top of my marble gut team? Team no less than Team Galactic. So that team is in seventh place after the first few events. After the first two events, we'll see after the uh, this next next one. But um, that team has Team Galactic times three, Savage Beaters times two, then Mellow Yellow, Bumblebees, and Cat Size. Team Galactic and Bumblebees are your top two teams uh, uh, after the event two. Oh no, wait, yeah, no top two teams are event three, I believe. So like they're, they're to see them 
in my gut picks team, I'm starting to wonder, maybe I should be going with gut picks. Maybe I should simplify my analysis, only look at recent stuff, not look too far back and confuse myself on the on the numbers of the crazy cat size or whatnot, but really stick with the gut picks. So, I, I mean, it's an interesting data point. It's something to really consider for later when I maybe come back next year. Because, like, if we get to the end of this year and my marble gut picks team, Mm-hmm. finishes top 10 and King Galactic and Bumblebees and whoever else I have, I guess speeders are always going to be good and whatever. If, if they're, if they're all up there and it's crazy and this marble gut team finishes top 10 and my other team finished like hundred or 200 and it just was not it. I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm adjusting how I go about my picks next year mm-hmm. because my, because think about it. We're new. Fantasy's new. Fantasy's a few years old. Marble League is still not that old yet, seven years. And so we don't, we're trying to understand the best way to process the information um, for fantasy and data and everything. So uh, my initial thought was like, of course, you have to do as much research as you can and really try to understand where teams are going to be good, where they're going to be bad, blah, 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 meow, 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 meow. You know, you really go <laughs> deep into it and come up with and try to pull out some interesting picks. And I think I did do a good job. I mean, I, I made logical picks. Raspberry Racers, a lot of good data lately as my top one. You know, Mellow Yellow, a smart pick. They won last year. You know, um, Chocolatier is not a bad pick. So the, those are those were all smart picks. But maybe with too much research, I actually took away from the current momentum of the teams. Which, by the way, I know the current momentum of the teams seems like an in-role-play only way to measure teams but it's not it is also an out of role way role play way to measure teams because remember when we talked about um and this theory goes all the way back to mfa in like episode 20 we talked about those micro chipping that happens on the marbles and everything. Mm-hmm. so like marble basically the point of that theory which took an episode to uh, to exposit the the point of that theory is that even in a very small unnoticeable way every marble is always changing a little bit over time if they're competing a lot. That's mm-hmm. the idea. They're hitting into each other, micro-chipping, I don't know. They're they're hitting walls. They're hitting ground. They're rolling. They're changing slightly. Their shape is changing ever so slightly. Their weight is changing ever so slightly. The where they have chips, if they have chips in the ball, ever so slight changing, which means that, that those small changes over time are going to add up and allow a marble because of its slight weight change, shape change, whatever, to either be a little bit better or a little bit worse or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think some teams over time change. That's why all of a sudden, whoa, Bumblebee's in top three? When Bumblebee's were not even a top 10 team a few years ago. That's why we're like, whoa, Savage Speeders used to be a top one only, and now they're more kind of, they're still in the top of their, you know, on a slight decline. (coughs) Sorry. I think the small changes that affect the marble over a longer period of time will have an effect on how they perform. So if you look at the recent performances and you judge only on that, qualifier performances, maybe the past year if you want to get a little nuts with it, you're looking at the marbles in their current state for the most part. Hmm. You're looking at how they are with the current amount of of unquantifiable un- un- microchips and shape changes and weight change 
the current marble. And I think that could be helpful because I, you'd think past data would be smart. And I, I still, I still a point hold to that. So I want to be careful and we have to see how the season goes. Maybe the raspberry racers will be like, motherfucking shit. We want to win some events and come out strong for the next eight. But it is something to note that it could really be just a matter of looking at the, the marble in its current shape its current form to be most accurate which again if when you when you take the part one of our fantasy guide that was just looking at current marbles qualifiers here and now momentumums gut picks team galactic bumblebees they're top two right now your volume's really low off so turn it up Right, right, right. I keep forgetting to. I turn my interface back up when I'm taking a break or like drinking water. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I got 57 points again in event three, so that's same as event one. So I'm not doing terribly well. Uh, for custom, I'm like from the first two events, I have 10 points total. I keep forgetting how the point system here works, because uh, like the individual like individual racer competition is something I'm not used to. I keep forgetting how that point system works, but like I have ten points for the first. It's two like events, two so times, one point seven times, one point five times, one point two five times, one times. Huh. Yeah. Weird. Heck, actually, how did I get points for the set? Like, how did they do points for the second event when you had it's a team event and balancing? How does that work? I think whatever they place, that's just whoever they place the teammate that was there. Whoever the all teammates get the same points. Wait, okay. So if the crazy cat size finished fifth, then they'd all get the points for fifth. Okay, sure, that, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah, it's just, it's uh, it's just new. I I don't remember the multipliers of that, so it's hard for me to, to remember. How quickly, I, I don't even uh, remember who I track. I picked really, so uh, yeah. Let me see where okay. I am here. I'm sure not very good, because my um, picks for this kind of reflected my forefront uh, team, my primary team, in mm-hmm. the regular picks. So let's see. I'm trying to find it. There's Super Yak. Hi, Super Yak. Stints down at 112 there. Dude, I'm am I really far down? Damn. Okay. Um, or am I am I not? I don't have a picture. I have a picture on the other one though. You should have pictures on all of them. Um, I don't see me. You can control F yourself and like find it that way. Oh, that actually is pretty smart. <laughs> um, marble. Gotta, gotta save time, uh, especially since we have so many events to discuss. Okay. Um, Marble Guy individual. No picture from me here. 109. Not terrible. Not terrible. Considering that there are 237. So I'll leave it there. I don't really know what to say about it, honestly. It's it's hard to really know exactly how to interpret a lot of this right now. Um, so I'm going to just leave. The, I'm going to not talk about the individual a lot right now. That's going to be more of a reflective thing after yeah, or here and there. So because we want, we want to give it time to sit understand it later come back with maybe more thoughts on it next year uh, yeah okay but with all that fantasy deliberated we this kind of like been kind of a, a re-intro getting used to the fact that we're in marble league now let's talk about the events that we got to see okay let's right. talk about what we experienced um over these past few events we're gonna really try to keep up with the shows so that um we get at least we get all three in per episode and everything but it's it, it moves fast I've told, and yeah. especially now where JMR knows that they're really uh, bad at keeping a schedule, they should be um, they should be doing two a week. It really gives us, I, I know the videos are short, 
but with the surrounding they I, they should think with the surrounding kind of um atmosphere of fantasy and fan base and chatting and blah 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 <clears throat> and reddit all post people are posting their thoughts and whatever it kind of is nice to have those few days and two times a week gives it like enough time where you have two events still it's only a few days between each event but but it's not it's not coming so fast that like wow we're already three events in you know like i it, i don't know i would i would vote I, more for two times a week i definitely agree with that it would also make our jobs easier but like the other way of looking at it's like because it's been so delayed and took so long to get done they probably like okay let's give them three events every week that way they can get a lot of marvel content to make up for our long hiatus and lack of content they did three events last week though too so i don't know um, not, I'm not a hugest fan of it, but I mean, ever, to each their own opinion on that one. Opening ceremony, which is on my screen right now. Make sure you're always following the Chrome when we talk about Marble League. Um, I mean, it was nice. I think they didn't do anything too crazily different. I really love the duck statue. I have to be honest. I <laughs> really do. Um, because it, it adds something to come back to. Greg always has a clever thing to say when we're there in the duck statue. Like, oh, that duck's been looking at me. Or, wow, that duck looks disappointed at the green ducks unbalancing who will suck at balancing. <laughs> you know, it, it's always nice and funny. It adds another flair to it. I'm a big fan of the duck statue. Um, also, the duck statue itself, when, when this video finally gets to looking at it, it's quite a it's quite a funny looking statue. It's just very, it has a it has an attitude to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that. I will say that, uh, lore wise, I don't really know how ducks fit into the marble world. I, I don't know if the green ducks are supposed to be ducks or there are normal non-marble animals in the marble world and the marbles are just marbles. Like, like what are marbles replacing or are there hmm. people in the marble? What is the marble world? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I know canonically it's like there are no humans and it's just marbles, but like I now realize, like, yeah, like animals are just to kind of there and like what size are the what, what size are the animals statue, by the way I'm, it's on the chrome now it's such a such a wonderful look in its eye gleam in its eye <laughs> like i think marbles are meant to be like, like they're meant to be human sized like like in like, like in universe they are the size of a human so everything like is scaled properly like, like these buildings are the same size as a building would be in our world but so like i guess ducks would just be normal sized Again, this comes back to the 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 yellow th the yellow uh, snapping his fingers theory I had from like episode twenty, where it's Wait, like oh he, he turned everybody. Remember remember like long ago like it's like episode twenty is like oh I know how like connect to connect MSPN and it's like yellow he took like the the Infinity Stones he snapped his fingers and turned everybody into marbles <laughs> and that's why and, that, and that's why Th that Thanos is marble Thanos and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. Okay. I see. That's no, yeah. I mean, that's that's the theory, theory I lean towards. That basically, this is the human world, but all humans are replaced with marbles, and so it, but it operates the same otherwise, except for the fact that everything has to be built so marbles can. Like, I don't really know what the how the marbles bounce on the stairs, but I get whatever. Well, maybe maybe when there's a marble movie, we'll see. Um, a marble movie. A marble movie. I don't know. There needs to be a marble movie though, because I would definitely watch. Pe people would watch it. People would if, really, really watch a Marvel movie. I will say, like the, the those articles that that Fokhoff wrote, like at, the, to the build up for like the final events for Marvel League, they are super cinematic and how they're set up. And I kept imagining, like, kind of like ha like almost like that build like, that bit of, like tense like, scenes with like the the competitors and the big sports movies, like just before the big competition. And it's like I could see how they could make that work. I would love to it. a certain degree. I would I would die for it. You know, like, 
<laughs> it would be just too good. Um, or the other only other way I might view the universe um, in Marvel Sports would be everything is marbleified, which means like everything is marbleified. So like like marbles, like dogs are just marble dogs. So they look like they still look like dogs, but they also look like marbles. Like you know what I mean? Like their dogs are like they they're like a marble, but they have like dog ears and dog legs on them. You know what I'm saying? Like everything's marble little I I kind of get what you're saying, and, and there's like, I don't know how I feel about so that. So it's like a human marble blend. So like mar- humans are still just the marbles, and then like everything's like mar- marbleicious. You know? Like, well, the thing is, like 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 uh, teams like Turtle Sliders, they have a logo with an actual literal turtle on it. How would they know what a turtle looks like if turtles didn't exist in their world? You know? <laughs> that would be creative liberty on their part. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I get. I, I. I don't know. I, I think animals are just animals in this universe for whatever reason. I think there. I think there's actually like a statement by someone saying that at some point. Hmm, fair enough. All that being said, um, let's get into climbing here. Climbing. <laughs> we'll throw it out of ten. I mean, for me, for me, this is a solid event. I, I don't mind it, and I think I talked about this in the qualifiers being like this kind of duo marble strength event, which really it's really a strength event. You can call it whatever you want. It's a strength event because the point is the first marble has to come down and then hit the other marble strong. Okay, the other marble right. has to do its best to make sure it it allows to to channel that momentum, channel that momentum wherever it needs to be. But it's really just the, the first marble has to be strong, it has to come out fast, and know has to has to know how to use the path it has and the speed it can gain to its strength advantage. Not waste any momentum, not cause any lateral motion. It's a very technical event in that way. Um, but that duo marble strength pairing event that can be kind of extrapolated and done like tweaked to be done slightly different ways every year, depending on the theme. I think it's really cool. Um, I mean, but it's obviously not my favorite event. So it's like a seven out of 10 for me. Uh, Let me see here. For me, I think it's uh, maybe a six out of 10. Like, like, I don't know if I necessarily... Like it's definitely it definitely goes by faster than uh, Newton's Cradle, which was probably one of its biggest problems because it was one it was just one at a time. It took a long time. This one it goes by faster, so it doesn't overstay its welcome. And I kind of like it is. And you're right. Like I do like the idea. Like, it's a strength based event that also is kind of relying on speed, uh, on accuracy. It's It'd be nice to like carry, if you know yeah. this this is an event that would really benefit from. Uh, Hershey's style of competition where like the the people would know the marbles weight so like they would like okay you put the heaviest marble on the down ramp to get as much momentum and speed as possible and then the lighter marble near the butt at the end so it gets launched even higher yeah like, because like that would be something that'd be really cool to know but again that only that only is going to make it a difference in the JMR um, context if you have community coaching where they can actually choose that true and I, like. I, that's a lot of extra information that will just make people mad really if um you don't have a chance to have someone in the community be choosing that heaviest marble and choosing that light marble so it makes the most sense you understand like so i think that they don't necessarily need that information but again i obviously i always wish for the community coaching thing too and that would be really cool be fun extra information um yeah but if they, but if Jell just didn't do it because Jell does probably doesn't, you know, he has no bias on these teams or so he's not thinking for their best interest in essence. I mean, he is and isn't. I don't know how to. We'll talk about that some other time. Um, <laughs> then like people it might just make people upset. 
um, to be like, sure. oh, logically, why did you not pair them like that? And Joe would be like, I don't know. Well, I, climbing, blah, 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 and some, um, I don't know, some, you know, he he's not going to think about that. Um, mm-hmm. Or for every team, or it's not going to be a useful set of information right now. Um, I will say Galactic being first place in this event is not the most surprising thing. I, I guess just because they are a teamwork-based team. I mean, they're a consistent team. So, they, so they're good as a team. They're good at consistently churning out similar points, you know, similar performances. They work together well. So, I mean, seeing them doing well in this, not the not the most unexpected thing. I, I don't remember what they did in qualifiers on this. Um, I think pretty good. I, I really don't want to go look at it. The episode's already going really long already because I yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. I, I will say, like, it was it was cool, like, seeing how, like, Balls of Chaos only lo- lost out on the the goal by one-tenth of a centimeter. Like, that was a very close event. It was. Yeah, um, I do agree with the live chat. I wish there was more of a, a tournament style here, like the top four also going again yeah. to sign medalist or, like, top eight. But, I mean, again, I don't know why they make the decisions they do. Um, they they just do. But I want let's talk about a little bit of the standings after event one. Because I, I think this is some some showing here. Um, event one is an important event because it sets a tone. Okay. And I, and I don't, part of me always wants to neglect that because I say, okay, well, there's 16 events. And if you just took all the events, the Savage Beaters were good at, and you put them in the back eight and then put, filled the first eight with tough events, it's going to look like the Savage Beaters are sucking until the back eight. So I'm saying like, I get it. Like 16 events and all of them are very different. So some teams just haven't hit their event yet. We haven't hit mm-hmm. certain ones where like the Savage Beaters, the Raspberry Racers are going to really shine, shine, shine. I don't, we haven't necessarily hit those yet. So we have to be patient and we can't count teams out only three events in. Right. But I do want to say that it, there is a tone set here. Okay, and so when you um, when you see that the capability of teams like the Bumblebees to come out in an event like this and get third place, all right, the capability of, of the Balls of Chaos and Galactic to do what they did as well, the top three from climbing are very important now. And now they're up in our eyes right now. They're up in our eyes probably at least for, um, like, it's going to be many events and, until we completely completely neglect those names and they'd have to do bad for many to leave our to leave our eyesight. Okay, because Bumblebees, I mean, they're still doing good right now. They came out strong. Galactic now really in our heads because first gold plus two golds in a row. So, I mean, um, it's a tone set. And now you were like, wow, these teams we have to look at. Balls of Chaos already starting to drop. But still, I think it's very important to have to set a tone. And very rarely will a team come out and be within the top three for the first few events and then end up in the bottom four. I'm sure someone in the chat will find an example, blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying it's rare. It's not likely. It's not consistent in that method. Usually that team hangs around a while. I think Team Galactic is going to hang around in the top eight for a while. I think they're going to be there like eight events from now. Okay? And so because they came out and won two golds in a row, same with the Bumblebees, I mean, they're going to be teams in our eyes now. And we're going to be like, wow, yeah. they're they're starting very strong. And and so I I don't want it's a balance. I don't want to say, oh, the Raspberry Racers, man, hope is given up because obviously it's not. There's so many more events to go, but I also don't want to say let's neglect the fact that the Team Galactic came out and won two golds. First two events. Bumblebees came out and they're still in the top three. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, true, true, it's true. A tone set. 
I should and also like th- they got the same distance on both runs. The bumblebees, like like seventy three, every <laughs> both times. That was really good. Um, I think the bumblebees and this new pairing of teams. I don't know what it is. They're not a bad team. I, they were a gut pick for me, and they're not a bad pick. I I mean they are they are solid this year, and they will continue to be solid. I don't I don't count them out in speed events. I don't count them out in strength events. I I I don't think they did very well in balancing. But when we get to balancing, I, I want to have a lot to say today about balancing. So just hang on. But they're a team that I feel like will hang. I mean my prediction is they're a top ten team this year. They're top ten this year definitely. They're gonna hang around in this top seven for at least the next six events. They're gonna hang around. They're going to hang around. Crazy cat size. They're gonna be right next to them. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I agree. Uh, we, uh, we probably should move on though, like just because like you're you're you're, we're, you're you gotta get to somewhere right after this. I mean, we we have some time still, but I okay. I want to make. Sh- I'm trying to blow through all these events, but I want to make this point here. Okay. Note the teams right now after this first event that I have on the screen here. Note these teams. Note them and that are in the top five right now. They will hang around. Some of them, it's kind of hard to even. Like, you know, Rangers and Cat's Eyes will always hang around. They're always going to be somewhere, okay? But I'm just saying, these top three, they're going to be here. They're going to be around for at least a little bit longer, if not Mm. for the next 10 events. So let's move on. But, uh, Waf, any thoughts on climbing that you really uh, are interested in? Uh, I guess I should clarify why I said six. Like, like, it doesn't have as much going on with the Noon's Cradle aesthetically, so I guess it's not as interesting to look at. Maybe that's why I think it's a six. Uh... Also, admittedly, like I'm, I'm just, I'm not as into Marvels as I once was. It's because life is so busy. I, like I have not been studying, keep, keeping up with stats and stuff. Like that's, I'll just say that much. Like it's, it's for me. It's like, oh, what was this? Like, well, climbing is actually kind of hard because, like, you know, there is no aside from Newton's Cradle being similar, we have no real stats to judge. So it's hard to say, like, oh, like, th- like this team did so much better than they did last year. And I don't know, like, they're just establishing their skill set right here and now. You know. Yeah, I mean that's about that's about what it is. We don't really know currently. Balancing. Um, this event, this event always. It's it's a weird event. Yeah, this year again, like they didn't do as good, like as the, like like the, these past few years, their balancing scores have been more consistently think towards the the lower end than they used to be. In general, you mean. I think so. Yeah, like, I remember last year. I'm pretty sure we commented on, like how, you, hey, uh, these scores are not as high as they used to be. What's going on? And like, th- this is kind of very similar to that. I don't, I don't know, man. But I balancing. I mean, teams just seem to suck at this event. Like, this seems to be a really brutal and unforgiving event. That's how I see balancing is just unforgiving. Balancing is so unforgiving. Yeah. Marbles are not getting to the final green uh, very often. You have it. You have a few teams that get two. A couple teams that get one, and all of them just just look like I mean they look like they're rolling on a on a non level surface. That's how bad most of these marbles teams are right now at balancing. I mean you'll yeah, see it honestly? as it lingers on the chrome here. It's really bad. I I agree. It does kind of feel that way. I don't. I, but again, maybe you can, it's like the point of like micro damage over time is like. They are not as they're not as smooth as they were when they came since the last time they were here because they've been racing on like hard surfaces, back, knocking into each other, or like especially like events like like the water race we're gonna have soon, like the preview of it, like it's back, it's like one of those old water races they have where like it's like a stream running down like these rocky surfaces, even with the water helping to cushion it a bit, they're going to be smacking into these rocks, 
this, this glass is going to be smacking into some rocks. They're going to get damaged over time. They're not going to be yeah. as balanced as they were before. You're right, and that's going to have an effect. I mean, it might be having an effect on balancing. The marbles are less spherically shaped over time, so they just can't stay straight. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what it is, but I mean, it just doesn't look good for most teams out there. I mean, these I mean I mean some of these teams are supposed to be very capable teams, okay? And yeah. like Mellow Yellow, it was just god awful. I mean, they had or one racers. They're Got great there. at balancing. They're supposed yeah, to be great I know. At There's, they were consistent in the last few years and nothing, 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 nothing. I'm going to jump to the end standings here. I don't know what it is about this event, but it's very hard. It is. I'm, I would go out on a limb right now and say that based on the current scope of marble sports, for me, balancing is definitely the, the top one hardest event in Marble League. Hardest event. You know what? I think I might agree with that one. Okay. How it's been looking. I, w- I want to talk about points. So, there are four marbles in balancing. Your max points possible is 134 times. Okay. So, 520 total. Um, yeah, I was about to add that in my head, right? That's 1114 for four, four yep. 100s and 30s make. Yeah, so, so 520 total possible points. I, no one gets close to that, by the way. I, two, so 260 is the halfway point to that. Technically speaking, the top uh, the top 12 all got past the halfway point. What's the, what's the halfway point? I mean, that's ridiculous. That's terrible. What do you mean the halfway point? Well, like, listen, I mean, the halfway that's, to that's max so score. not half, good. Half, half, half to max scores. Like, no, max I know, scores I know what the halfway are. point means. I'm saying that like that's not something to celebrate. I'm not celebrating the halfway point. At best, at best, we'll acknowledge the two-thirds point, which would be what? What would be the two-thirds point? I will um, get that for you. That's, that's, that's tough. I can't do that in my head. I'm going to need my calculator. I'm going to let Wap do that. 346.7. So to get two thirds of the total max points, 346, the top five oh, did do that. Oh, yeah. 347. So the top four got greater than two thirds. Mm-hmm. Top four got greater than two thirds. Barely, by the way, no teams above 400. I saw speakers technically did get higher than this just so they don't have decimal points for the, you know, the, the percentage. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Okay, so, I mean, my point is, like, this is a hard event, and, like, if you're, if, okay, truthfully, the bellwether for good in this event, I think you get two-thirds points, then, then at the current scope of Marble League, that's good. Usually around anything above 300 is considered a good run, anything above yeah. 350 is considered a great run, in the scope of current Marble Sports. But, like, when you math them, when you math that, I mean, I mean, I mean, we're talking two thirds mark here, and so to have all you have to do to have a great run is get above two thirds points, and bar- marbles can barely do that, barely do that, barely do it. Okay, most marbles cannot even get close to two thirds. Um, half your teams are not even breaking three hundred. Okay, so half your teams aren't even having good runs, and look at the teams that aren't having good runs: Raspberry Racers, O Rangers. Chocolatiers, I want to point those out, Midnight Wisps, because these are teams that are supposed to be able to work together well and have showed many right. times that they can work together well. Balls of Chaos started out extremely strong and was completely taken down by balancing. I will mention also that they also had a marble make it to the end, make it all the way to 130. Yeah. And all their other marbles did so bad. They had 215 points. Yeah, it this is, is so sad. It's, it's hard because... I, I don't know. I don't know why it's so hard. Marbles used to do better at this, but it's like just like the team can't stay together on the beam. 
It doesn't matter if they're really skilled and veteran and um, been around a while. It doesn't matter if they're new. It just, I mean, pinkies are basically new. They really are just basically new because they were swapped out with a new uniform like last year. So, and, and they got 369. I mean, that's a lot of points. I, I don't, it is, there's no pattern to this. It seems like teams just can't get a grip on this. Even the best of teams are barely breaking two thirds of, of possible points. I, I don't know what to say about balancing, but to me, it's very clearly the hardest event in Marvel league. I, I yeah. don't, I almost want to remove it now from my, my thought bubble when I, analyze for fantasy you know oh, okay as i say like remove from the get like the whole like, competitions like what hold on a second like this is a staple but no, like, this I kinda, is like, a staple I, I love the event and i think it should stay but i think that yeah. when i analyze teams if i analyze the validity of teams in marble league and i analyze for predictions i'm gonna remove it because i'm really just gonna i think you should analyze teams in marble league um with the base thought of okay they're gonna suck at balancing because there seems to be no rhyme or reason because it's so freaking hard to be good that there it, sometimes you just need a luck base. You need to come out and accidentally two of your marbles are kind of stuck together in the middle. I, it's really not happening. I mean, look at like, let's look at last year's uh, stats on this, by the way. Let's, uh, let's look at I, them. I, I, this is, yeah, definitely do that. I, I'm going to bring up a point of what live chatters did. First, it's a, it's a old time fan, Akanon. Hey, Akanon, it's been a long time. But he brings up a point that we uh, that I did not consider that makes a lot of sense. How often do they change what the balancing beam is or what it, like, it's made out of? And I'm realizing now, the beam itself can be damaged over time and warped mm. over time just by by erosion from like air just sitting there. It's pretty, it's probably styrofoam. Yeah, it's not going to stay level, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the beam needs to actually be. It should be replaced every single year with a fresh piece. Or, but even at that, replacing with a fresh piece is going to have. There's going to be slightly. Nothing's perfect, so there's the imperfections sure. are going to be in slightly different places in the replaced beam. True, but it should be more level overall than a piece that's probably just been sitting in a storage room, potentially with things resting on top of it, or just time making it sag in places that it didn't sag before. Either way, I'm saying either way it's a wash. It's probably better to replace, but either way it's not good. Yeah. Now let's 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 do this. Let's talk about this wonder right here. Event two balancing 2021. Now bear with me here, guys. Best they team. The beam. Wait, they changed the t- they changed the beam this year, but like I thought no, it was just the ramp that they, they changed. The same. Sorry. It looked the same to me. Yeah, they looked the same to me. I think they changed it from 2019. The ramp is probably... Is, the ramp is new, I'm sure. It has it's longer, but like the, the ramp beam itself be wouldn't need to be changed. Uh, we can maybe look at the ramp size later. Let's look at these stats. Look at this. Green Ducks came out 405. Wow, 405 is a good run because you're almost at like the three-fourths points there. That's great. Okay, I think you are at three-fourths. Hazers. 329. That's a decent run. That's second place. Third, 289. Not even breaking 300. Third place. And by the way, nobody even got close then going downwards, all in the 200s. And then the bottom few barely even broke 210. Not even 210. Bottom, like, five. Not even close to 210. I mean, look at these scores. These are terrible scores on the balance. What year is this? This is last year. A lot worse than this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year was really bad. It was really Really, bad. Really, really bad. And and I'm, I'm sure that... That's why I probably made the comment I did. I mean, a third place finisher, 289. Look at the standings in this year. At least 289 would have finished 
ninth this year. Yeah, okay, so yeah, this is definitely a massive improvement. In, no, no, comparison. it's not because 405 was the top last year. This year we didn't we didn't even get close to the same top record. We just had a little more consistency in the top. In qualifiers five. we did. I don't want to talk about the qualifiers right now. All right. <laughs> There's only so much data I can handle. I think it's a little no, bit different in the you. pressure of the normal event. Um, sure, sure, sure. But look at these scores. Not good scores, but look at the teams. Green Ducks, Hazers, Raspberry Racers, Team Momo, Gladding Glaciers. Where are they this year? Gladding Glaciers, they did fine. They got fourth, so a little consistency. Um, Hazers aren't even here. Raspberry Racers, look at the bottom right here. Um, Green Ducks, not so great, seventh. I mean, how do you go from four or five to three or two? I, I don't like they're capable of that and they drop a, like more than a hundred points. Team Momo obviously not in there. Thunderbolts not even there. Limers not, most of these teams aren't even here. Um, and balancing by the way was in the qualifier. So I want to point out that for a lot of these teams who did really well in balancing last year, really well being a relative term based on these points to not be here means they really kind of suffered in balancing in the qualifying situation. Mini Maniacs ninth last year and. Um, 10 so i guess they're consistently bad um but i mean and as you go down some of these teams did a little better cat size third this year but last year did really bad with only 202 points for no reason they're a ton better this year why why are they a ton better this year i mean they nothing's different all rangers did um um like 100 points better 188 to 279 for no reason i like there's no consistency in where the points match up um teams who did really good uh this year not so great um I mean, last year, lot so great this year. I mean, it's it's all over the place. Um, there's a, the only consistency you could even see is negative consistency where a team does bad two years in a row. But, I mean, clearly... Uh, Akadon clear, says clear that CC got three, they got third in 2019, so there is consistency, actually, to a certain degree. Well, Casey Katzeis did like, the worst run last year. But I know, but like in 2019, they did... But like, that's, that can be considered the outlier, at least out of out of three. Whatever. I'm saying I, that the, the this event is so freaking hard. You can't... No, but like when even... I guess it could be an outlier. I'm just saying. I don't think... There should be some respective consistency and there's nothing and it's a really hard event. Well, no, I get you, but like that, that, that's, that is the thing. Like, like the sample size for data is very small. In most experiments, six, like like six or seven year like instances of data is not enough. Which is to, true. To, to, to get correlation in in science, like there's an equa- there's even an equation statistics to determine if it's the level of confidence you should be able to have in your data. I forgot what that equation is, but you could technically probably qu- quantify how much confidence we should have in the data we have based on the number of sample size and yeah, stuff. And, and I think I think that if we ever hit that ten year mark or that twenty year mark with Marble League, we should take some time and really figure out, like, take a bunch of episodes and actually break down data of marvel Hmm. sports just take just break just really really look at trends um i think it's a little there's a little bit of uh frivolity in it because um marvel's change microchipping microchanging i mean there's so much change that it's hard to you know teams swap out teams get new teams some teams don't even make there's a lot of change in the marvel teams over time which are which is gonna uh, like reduce the consistency of the data no matter what like, but you could see some trends maybe that might be really useful. So, I think it's worth a look. But balancing, man, my conclusion from this hardest event Marble League by far, by far. Name one event that's even close. 
five uh, meter sprint a staple a staple surfing. of marble league a staple of marble league is five meter sprint you know what the savage beaters are always good every year savage beaters have no consistency in balancing no consistency I would say that surfing crazy cat size no one's always good at it. always 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 good at five meter sprint every year and maybe one year outlier but like in the in the six seven years always good and you know what no consistency in balancing okay galactic actually pretty solid every year in something like five meter sprint consistent at least when they finish like I think it's they're always between like five and eight in that event no consistency here none absolutely none absolutely none absolutely none so I I yeah. I, I don't. There's no rhyme or reason. I mean, Pinky's really getting second in balancing? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it's weird. It's very weird. Like, in terms of ranking this event, like, ranking the event as it, like, itself, it, like, I would probably call it, like, an, like an 8, maybe even a 9 out of 10. Just it's like, a 9 out of 10 because like, it's a staple. It's a staple. Yeah, you have to have it's balancing. It's a staple. Like, and, like, the main thing I like about it is, like, there's an actual, like, pinnacle that you can aim for in this event like the actual maximum like <laughs> max score you imagine, can get imagine like, watching like that. that's what i'm excited about it's like i know what one day I'm, while i'm watching this like the moment that we get close or it actually happens i'm going to lose my mind it's like oh my word like the odds of this happening and it finally did happen it's kind of like gonna, you know, it's gonna be some nonsense running. it's gonna be some nonsense too it's not right it's gonna be some stupid team like uh like the purple rockets in their first rookie year in marble league screw that team they're gonna get they're gonna get all four marbles down to the last little basin and greg's gonna freak out and everyone's gonna be like purple rockets and i'm gonna be mad because i don't like the purple rock it's gonna be the, it's gonna be them at the indigo stars i know <laughs> i know it you know i i don't It's going to be stupid like that, too, for no reason. And you know what? I bet after they do that, the next three years of balancing, they'll get, like, 200 points. I bet I bet that's going to happen. <laughs> and then, and then people are going to be like, what happened? Well, because the event's impossible. But it's a, there's a, just, uh, it's, it's a staple. It's a 9 and a 10. Yeah, like, uh, ranking this 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 individual event itself, like maybe it's like one rank, ranking lower just because like, it's not as fun to watch them do, not as good as they used to, I guess. But, like, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um. Let's do. Let's move on to the third event. Now, I want to make a point here. For anyone, and this should be some encouragement. For anyone whose fantasy team is not doing well right now, and they think they put enough effort in to research, where they feel like they're they're kind of upset that their fantasy team is not doing better. I want you to mm -hmm. take some heart here, because here, listen to this. Listen to this. Think about the events we've just had. Okay, and, and I'll think about this from my perspective, too, with my fantasy. We had climbing. Climbing is a completely new event that's never been done. I know there's similar type events, but the this particular variation of the two marble pairing with this particular way of doing it, and the event, in essence, is kind of new. So it's new. We'll call it new, which means any mar we don't know how marbles can do that. Every marble is going to perform differently. We don't even know. It could. We don't even know what the strat is. We don't even know. We don't even know is the only thing that we can say about it. So it's... You can't necessarily get mad at performance and climbing too much. Then we had balancing. Um, based on my uh, evaluation of balancing this year, you can take balancing and throw it out the window. You uh, you should assume every team will fail at balancing and just be pleasantly <laughs> surprised when they don't. Every team, and you should go into balancing thinking, okay, all teams on my fantasy, um, I've already accounted for the fact that they're gonna get they're gonna get about uh, 200 points tops on in this in this event. 
they, they're going to suck. It's going to be bad. That's how you should go into balancing because it's just nonsense, the event. The event's very hard. It's a great event, but you can't. I don't think you can analyze it too much for fantasy anymore. So that's that's happened. So we can remove that event. It didn't even happen, basically. We're just basically two events <laughs> in. Two evaluative events in. Um, hurdles, um, I think for a lot of people who picked teams that did bad in the first two, they were they got a little bit um, of help with uh, hurdles. A lot of my teams which didn't, didn't do well in the first two did well, uh, at least well enough, mid-pack to high-pack. Savage Beaters, you know, Raspberry Racers came back a little bit. and um, I mean, three of my teams finished top seven altogether, which were nice, or top eight. So, um, I mean, there no firsts or anything, but there you can see hurdles is where some of the more... Uh, remembered teams start to make their stride back. So they're like, I, take heart. You can see that they're there. You can see the Savage Beaters, if you pick them, are capable. They did well in hurdles. You can see mm-hmm. that teams like Raspberry Racers and and even Mellow Yellow and um, I, who else did pretty good? Uh, Crazy hey, Cat's Mellow Eyes. Mellow Yellow got, got 11th. Uh, not Mellow Yellow. I meant Crazy Cat's Eyes because they did like six or something. Like they're still nine. around. They who did who got like six then? There's three of my teams got uh Chocolatiers got sixth. Chocolatiers, okay. Um, whatever. Cause I was pull I was like wondering about that. So I mean I, Chocolatiers are around, okay? And um shit, I just lost my thought. Savage Beaters, <laughs> obviously, they're around. And uh what was it? Raspberry Racers, they're around. And Raspberry Racers, I can't say that team name very well, by the way. I have to really pronounce it raspberry racers chat okay they're around and they they are capable and they will be fast okay um and so don't don't lose heart about it yet we have a lot of speed events coming up we have a lot of racing events coming up you know even underwater race is going to feature a lot of that racing aspect and um uh, i mean green ducks are probably going to come out strong in that but still still you're going to see a lot Um, from other teams in that and i don't think you should get scared yet so, something that's interesting to bring up, so like Pinkies did really well here, and like I'm thinking about the whole uniform change thing you mentioned. Like this is a uniform they've had before, but like I, I'm now wondering, every time they've changed their uniforms, did they make sure to keep their old uniform marble separate? If they, because if they didn't, that means every time they've changed their uniforms, it's been a different marble each time. Like the the original Pinky Marble uniform, who like was not the same one who when they even when they went back to that same uniform potentially. It could, and that could potentially result in some strange variance in their performance. Oh, what do you mean? Sorry, I'm but, not like, understanding what you're trying to say. So like, so you know, like just like you know how like like when they they change the Pinky's uniform, so they have to get a brand new marble, obviously, because you you can't just you don't just paint it new. But then, like they would, yeah. then they like basically switch back the next year to the old uniform they had before. But who's to say that that when they switched it back again, they used the same marble from that previous? They season? They probably didn't. I would imagine they didn't because they probably weren't anticipating the switch back. Um, right. They switched and then they didn't switch back for a while. So I think they probably just were like pick the pick the four old ones again. So it's probably completely new marbles, which means that I see Pinky's team as a completely new team who was um, we had they have their history, but they also are not doing terrible for a completely new team. And I'm not necessarily counting them out yet. I think I picked Pinky Panther for my individual. If I remember right, that's probably how I got to 102. I mean, no, no, but they didn't put event three up in the fantasy yet. Like I picked Pinky Panther though I think and and obviously very good performance today. Mm-hmm. Um, I, who did I pick? I can't remember who I picked. I, I'll look later. It's one of the Pinky, um, Pinky. What are the other ones? Pinky, Pinky Toe, Pinky, Pinky Promise. 
I did, okay, I think I did pick, pick Pinky Panther then. So, um, no, so, I mean, yeah, I... I don't know. It's hard to evaluate the pinkies. We need more time. They're not doing bad this year. I held off because I'm afraid that they're not going to keep it up on picking them. But I mean, they're, I mean, they're a new team basically with the new, uh, the previous uniform change. So we're still trying to get a sense of them. Just like the gliding glaciers. We don't really know where they're going to go. Right. Um, and gliding glaciers also very good right now. Um, I don't know. I like hurdles. Hurdles for me is a, is a solid, seven out of 10. I don't think I can do much more. I think it's fine. I used to not love it because it was just hitting the connects pendulum on the way down, but I like how you actually jump over the hurdles. I think it's pretty cool. Right. And like, I will say that I don't think they, it, it, it was probably hard to tell just because they're all, they're, they're, they're the same color as they have ramp on it. But like, I don't think they hit the hurdles as much as they did in no, previous they years. Didn't. They did not. So like, I everyone's don't know if, improving. Yeah. I don't know if they raised them or it, or what, but it looked like, we didn't get in a lot of knockovers. You can see when it's knocked over. It really comes forward. So, um, hmm. I didn't see many knockovers. I didn't see many hurdles hit. Honestly, marbles performed pretty damn well in in this event. Um, it's just a it's just a simple event. Honestly, the the finish for the pinkies being in the top with the gliding glaciers. I mean, that's a little bit interesting. And I don't. I remember when we talked about. Is this going to be the 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 fulcrum year? I think is 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 the term that's best used. Um, basically, the year that's going to be a turning point for which teams are going to be prominent. Um, and you know, when there's a fulcrum point in a era or a generation of something, it, it doesn't mean that it's going to be immediate. It means that it's just going to begin the change, and then the change will be very evident and clear over the next few years. So the, I still think, you know, you will see Savage Beaters and stuff prominent for longer, but is this the beginning? Is this the beginning of the turn? And I think it might be. Pinkies and Gliding Glaciers taking over hurdles is not, I mean, Bumblebees as well, um, Chocolatiers even, not something you'd expect. Hmm. Listen, I get it with climbing. I get it with balancing. I can get it with a lot of other events. But if you said to me, all right, you got to put something down a little bit harder on one event, I would say, okay, hurdles will probably be a lot of speeders and chocolatiers, I mean, cat size and, you know, midnight whiffs or something. Because that's what it was a long time ago. And so to see yeah. it, it start to flip, I'm like, we may be the fulcrum year. This is I would consider this the fulcrum year if it happens, based on the fact that last year was still very – um, prominence dominated crazy cat size and mellow yellow and everything but um and, and then right before up to 2020 it was very dominated by old teams just very clearly not even a contest but i mean this this feels like it could be that year and so i we've mentioned this before we talked about this at the end of marble one saying look at marble league look and even if some of the better teams work their way back up by the end of this year and show that they're around. I mean, to see this kind of standings in the hurdles makes me think that we could be near a fulcrum year. Yeah. You might have a point. Cause like all these, a lot of these are new marbles and heck the pinky, the pink, the pinkies. If, if my theory is right. And there is new marbles and like, they are the cleanest and smoothest of all the ones out here that with the least amount of damage to them. That's going to help. Yeah. That's so gonna, yeah, that's going to make a difference. So I, I don't, I can't say anything yet because remember there's always outliers and like you know cat size could hear me and speeders could hear me and then win the next four events and be like stop playing with me you know I mean I, I get it but 
I, I mean, look at these standings, man. I mean, you'd never, you'd never, you'd never put money on this for the top four. What? When? Which? Not even a Bill Frosby fo- or Focaf who do who know stats like the back of their hand would say this is our top four this year for hurdles. They wouldn't do it. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, admittedly, why I don't my memory of the stats is significantly less than before. I can definitely say that I would not have predicted those four at the top, especially the pinkies. I, yeah, and and so I mean, there always is that overarching question in Marvel sports: is how much stats knowledge really does help you with picking teams, predicting teams, predicting outcomes? And I think there's a weird balance where I mean, knowing some stats will help you make smart choices. It depends on the event. It's not it's not all encompassing. You know, it depends on the event. It depends on the year. Teams change all the time. So I'm just saying, like, there's something to it, but it's not. You know. I mean, you'd probably be just as worse off only picking a team based on absolute calculated numerical stats than by picking four, five random teams that you like their favorite color. Um, you need to find that intermediate balance where you look at stats, you look at current momentum, and then you're also like, okay, think about new teams, you know, to try to reframe it so you understand who might be good based on the newness of the team or the um, the the recent mistakes of some of the other teams that show that they don't have the same kind of um abilities that they used to but i mean marble sports changes at a slow rate teams will just start to drop off drop off drop off live chat is uh someone in live chat asking what do i mean by fulcrum year and I, maybe it wasn't clear enough so basically a fulcrum is like a change like uh, at a fulcrum is like a point right so you like have a seesaw like yeah like a seesaw the center piece that makes a seesaw go like it's like up and down one way, so the right side's up, the left side's down. Then it goes the left side up, right side's down. That middle point where it twists around is called a fulcrum. You can also, you can also look at it like if you have two pieces connected, at a, at a, at a end, two lines connected as an end point, and then if you, you like rotate one of the lines, um, it's going to rotate about that end point is the because they're connected there. So where you rotate about is an is a fulcrum. And so my my point is that um, when something moves about a fulcrum, it's changing direction. Right, it's changing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's changing the orientation that it's in. It's changing. It's 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 the way it's moving. Okay, and and so it's just a general way to say this is the year. Well, maybe we're we're rotating a different way now, as far as which because like we're, we're basically we're in the direction. The past direction is Savage Speeders, Crazy Cat Size, Mellow Yellow, O Rangers, Team Galactic. Maybe some Raspberry Racers, maybe some Midnight Wisps. That's the direction of Marble Sports. By that, I mean that is the the prominence. That those are the best teams. Those are the teams that always show up. Those are the teams to look at. Those are the teams to predict. Those are the teams to enjoy. Those are the teams to bandwagon. That's the direction of Marble Sports up until about now. Now we're twisting. We're rotating. We're switching. We're maybe one eightying, but at least to some degree, going a different way. Pinkies. One hurdles, gliding glaciers also doing well this year, and they did well last year. Bumblebees, look at them coming out in t- um um top two out of the first three events. I mean, we're switching our direction of teams to maybe consider as the best teams in marble sports is is changing its focus now. Um, and it's like so I for lack of a better term, I call it a fulcrum year because it's like this is the year it seems to be that might be the beginning of the turning. Where our our seesaw is is going from high right but low left to maybe turning back the other way, to where now all these teams that were low are now going to be high, and now all these teams that were high are now going to be low. That I mean, it might take many years to go from the complete seesaw this way to turn it all the way back the other way, 
but it looks like the we're starting to hit that first year where it starts to turn. So I'm saying keep your eyes on that. It might be. It might be. I maybe the guy on the low side just got off for a second and then he sees the the chocolatiers bouncing up and he's like, oh shit, I'm gonna get back on that seesaw. I keep them low. You know, You're like you don't know. You know, like you don't. Anything can happen. I'm just saying it looks like it might be heading in that direction, and so be um be cognizant of that. Um, for anyone who really likes to follow the direction of marble sports and likes to predict heavily in this, uh, in this context. Well, yeah, no, like I agree. Like I, you're kind of, we've been, I don't know how, like how long we've been talking about, like, you know, the savage speeders eventually probably having to like, like fall, completely falling from their pinnacle and maybe even need to like, have the full team replaced someday. Like, I think we, we've probably been talking about price since, uh, MFA brought up the idea of micro damage, and like I again, I think, I think it was me it. who brought. No, I actually don't remember correctly. You'd have to see. I forget if I brought it up first and then he ran with it, or like if he no, brought like, it up like, first. Well, no, he was him because like remember we were both confused when he was saying microchips. We we both didn't know what he meant. Like like you mean like microchips like in computers? And he like, he needed to explain what he meant by that. I'd have to re-listen to that episode because um, my I thought okay, I think he brought up microchipping first and i love him for that i I actually will shout him out for that he was the first one to have this idea i forget if that was a build upon a discussion where we were already talking about the fact Hmm. that the marbles can't don't say the same over time because i feel like we had dived into that and then he came up with the term or if he brought that up out of the blue i'd have to legit go back and listen to that episode It's, it's worth a listen to because even though it's an old episode it's a fascinating topic yeah Akinata, well, sometimes they do change marbles. Like, for instance, they, they got rid of uh, Ye- Yella or Yelly and now it's, it's replaced by Yeller. So, like, sometimes they will just completely retire a marble and not just, like, change it and, and change its name or can keep its name. Hmm. Interesting. It's something to keep in mind, Akinon. Um I'm not going to go too far into like, that either. The only time that they have changed a marble completely without, like, that, without actually changing its name are either the pinkies for uniform changes or Momo Momo, because there is no way that they glued that back together. There is no way they did. They, that would re- Momo Momo would have been so messed up on all of its competing after that with that weird wobble, and you could see that you probably would see the glue internally unless they use like some, some clear glue. So Momo Momo is most likely just not the same marble anymore. Like almost, I'm like one. No, I'm 100 percent certain. I'm 100 percent certain. Oh my god. Um. Most likely not. But um. I think they do keep the general four, five the same. That's going to probably wrap things for today. Uh, looking ahead here, Galactic Pinkies, Bumblebees. What? I mean, long way to go. Don't don't get us wrong. But what a top three right now. Cat size, mm-hmm. nipping at the heels, though. Don't count them out. Speeders, not far either. I think the speeders are going to start to uh, to continue to push up here. I don't expect them to be outside the top five for long. Um, I just want to see more from the racers. Mm-hmm. I want to see more from the Raspberry Racers. I want to see more from Mellow Yellow. And then I think we will see more from the Chocolatiers um, in, in the more of the racing events. So, Oh, yeah. We should rank uh, hurdles. Uh, 7 out of 10. Color the oh, hurdles, I get, please. I, oh, yeah. The coloring the hurdles would be nice. I think I gave it a 7 out of 10 already, too. So. Um, oh, yeah. We have email. Shoot. Yeah, we do. We do. I might push that email the next time, though, because we're getting late. It's just one, though, right? Uh, I think we have two. Let me see. Uh, both are, MSW podcast both are from Richard. Because I usually like to start with emails to give them um, their time of day, you know. Um, I might is, is Richard here right now? Richard is here right now. 
uh, someone also was like last week, like, it was just, like, just like one sentence. Marley the King, Pinkies have their best animal performance in history. I think that's their hot take. So they're, they're going to honestly, that hot take, Marley the King, uh, uh, yeah, we you might be week. onto something here. Because the Pinkies, uh, they're, they're in second place. So Marley the King might have just predicted the Pinkies doing really well this year. I have to look deeper at the, I mean, the, his first email, Richard, combining the qualifying groups, I guess saying... From the qualifying team, should be out. Oh yeah, if they didn't like split them up into groups, I I kind of mentioned this. I mentioned this in the actual qualifying video very briefly. Oh, so he's saying like the speeders wouldn't even have qualified if it was one big group instead of. Um, but then again, I mean, I mean, you can't really do that. That's like a Monday morning quarterback kind of data move. I and the the point system is also their their own custom system because it's a different number of teams than normal. So like that like yeah. we don't know what Yellow would have chosen for his no, point he did, system. Yeah, but he did do it with both the regular point system and with I guess. But it would be even different though because it'd be tw- right. uh, twenty four teams and so yeah. I mean you can't really extrapolate that much. Um, I will say just having more marbles, more teams means that like the heats would be different, right? I mean, and the and like some of the tournament-based events would just have a different method, and just just doing that, it would and the fact that like you just have you know twenty four marbles all waiting for one event in line instead of like it's just gonna change some things like it it's like butterfly effect you know what I mean small small change um, could have a huge effect I you can't say there would be the same finishing so I mean I, while it's fun to always look at it. I don't think it's valid for like saying, oh, well, the Indigo Stars should be here. I, I don't really think so. Um, Indigo Stars could have done even worse if it was the full 24. I think the groups are nice because it takes some of the pressure off because you don't have to like beat like all these good teams who are all bunched together. Um, but again, uh, host curse email. He says he just gives data here. 2018 Snowball, seventh place. 2019 Oceanics, half. 16th place. 2020 Team Galactic, seventh place. 2021 Crazy Cat Size, fifth place. Winter special mini maniacs sixth place. I don't mini wait mini maniacs hosted that. I yeah they did but like, like th- this data shows most of them were all in the in the this top data half. Just, so, I, I'm assuming he I'm assuming that you're you're supporting with us here because you've been listening a while that the yeah, host curse is nine, nonsense. You didn't say anything either way, but I'm assuming that's the idea here. I mean that's I mean I mean that's a lot of top half performances. There's one bad performance by a host. What? Sixteen. One. Thanks for the data. Yeah, I'm the, I don't even want to. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, well, thanks uh, for the, that's data proves it. I, I don't stop talking about the host curse. Stop. Like, Stint stupid. has a question like, have the Pinkies had momentum since M1, since MX, or since the ML 2021 showdown? They didn't do very well in MX. They did mediocre in MX. We, I was hoping they would do well, and they they actually didn't. So, pretty sure they didn't. I don't, I don't know how they did an M1 either. I forget, but I don't think it was good. I was not good enough to mention them. Um, they did not do very... They did mediocre in MX. I remember that. They were like fifth. I finished fifth or finished fourth, but like there was only eight teams. They mm-hmm. weren't top three, I don't think. I'd have to see. Um, yeah, and I don't remember Showdown. I don't remember. Yeah, uh, Richard is also saying the host curse is silly. So, I mean, that's the idea. I mean, the data shows that it's just... Just stop talking about it. I, it's really annoying that Greg talks about it. Whatever. It's it, yeah. for anyone who really takes Marvel Sports serious. It's not even worth a discussion. Um, come back really to isn't. me when those when those data for the past five years reads all double digit numbers. Then maybe we can talk. <laughs> um, if it does, then we can talk. Yeah, but until then, absolutely nothing. So that's gonna wrap it. Waff, take us out. Um, we'll bring. We'll see you guys next week. A lot to cover. I know we bounced so much through this episode, but there's so much to cover. So much to say. Right. 
Um, and I'm excited, man. I'm excited for the next set of three events. Maybe my fantasy will start to wake up, but it, it always is stressful watching and willing teams to do good, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, agreed, agreed, agreed. All right, but with that, with that, we will see you next week for a whole lot more. Roll on, Marvel Sports fans! Bye.